The Nationals declined Victor Robles' 2024 club option. What does that mean for the Nats and Victor Robles? I'll discuss next on this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. To this edition of the Talk Nats podcast, simulcast on the Believe in Podcast Network, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I am so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at TalkNats. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Take 20% off plus free shipping when you use promo code MINUTECAST at Manscaped.com. We're also brought to you by SeatGeek. Take $20 off your first ticket purchase when you use promo code TalkNats at SeatGeek.com, that's promo code T-A-L-K-N-A-T-S for $20 off your first ticket purchase. Yes, that works for Capitals, Commanders, Wizards, Music, Comedy, Theater, all of that, $20 off at SeatGeek.com. We're also brought to you by HairClub.com. Live your best hair life at HairClub.com. Check the show description for more details. So in today's episode of the Talk Nats podcast, we talk about the Nationals and Victor Robles and what the future is for him on this team. The Nationals have declined their 2024 club option on Victor Robles. And um, I guess, you know, it's too early to read into ultimately what that means for me. Uh, as we know, they still are in control of his rights and choosing not to pick up their $3.3 million option for Robles. The Nats still retain control of the player who has occurred only five years in 33 days of the big league service team, writes Masson. That makes him eligible for arbitration once again this winter before he can finally become a free agent. And what are my thoughts on Victor Robles? He came to this team with such promise and really kind of popped off the page. He was one of the Nationals top prospects at one time. Um, but then a fall from grace, you know, he kind of struggled in this season. He came into the season playing a lot better than he had in previous seasons, but then got injured. So to say that Victor Robles' uh, tenure uh, with the Nationals has been hot and cold would be an understatement. Uh, do they ultimately have a better option in prospects or someone down in the minors. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But after struggling offensively since his strong rookie season in 2019, Robles did show real progress at the plate early in 2023. In 36 games, he batted 299 with a 385 on base percentage, 11 walks, and eight stolen bases in nine attempts. He renewed patience. He moved, uh, he more than doubled his walk rate from 4.2% to 8.7%. And more controlled swing with two strikes, he lowered his strikeout rate from 25.6% to 14.3%. Um, so 
he did show signs of progress. But, you know, the thing for me right now on Victor Robles is uh, he has been inconsistent. And I think that this team is in rebuild and they want to see what options that they have. Again, I don't know what's going on in Rizzo's mind if they wanted to uh, give him a new deal, if they wanted to go to arbitration, or do they plan on cutting ties altogether with Victor Robles? Um, it, I guess it remains to be seen. But like I said, in them not choosing to pick up their 3.3 million option for Robles, they still retain control of the players. So we have seen flashes of greatness from Victor Robles, but you know you also saw glimpses of greatness with Call or Jake Young playing in the outfield. Are those viable options? Uh, so those are all things to con to consider. You've also seen Stone Garrett in the outfield. Uh, so I, I think that you know to want to look at Vo Victor Robles. Uh, and look at who he was as a player back in 2019. This is 2023 going into 2024, and it is a league of what have you done for me lately? And lately, Victor Robles, um, again, showed some improvement this past season before he got injured. But I don't know if he's ever going to even be able to get close to what he was in 2019. Uh, and, uh, you know, as we remember the slide that took place with him uh, as far as uh, productivity is concerned. Uh, so that is one of the things to, to consider about him is do they have a better option uh, with prospects or players in the minors? Uh, the Nationals and Robles could negotiate and agree to terms on a 2024 salary, uh, one that, that most likely would be worth more than $2.325 he made this year, but less than $3.3 option they agreed last season. If they can't come to terms in January, they could file competing figures for arbitration and await the ruling of a three-judge panel. Um, I guess one of the things to consider is, are the Nationals all in on him? Do they see a future uh, with him? Because if you take a look at it, $2.325 million or $3.3 million, that's still quite a bit of money, all things considered, um, if they don't have any long-term plans for him. And um, on this podcast, I've spoke about him for the longest time, how he's been hot and cold, and then he came into this season playing much better than he had in previous seasons. So I was a little bit on the fence as to what kind of player I perceive perceived him to be. I still am uncertain, as we know he left the season with an injury. Is he worth the gamble? Ultimately, that is the question. I'll talk about that coming up. It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's the most revolutionary ball trimmer the world has ever seen. Gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped have been working night and day to bring you a below-the-waist grooming experience like none other with their brand new performance package 5.0 Ultra. Featuring the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, we're talking about a next-generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. Upgrade your grooming game to the Ultrasphere this year by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code MINUTECAST. High tech for low places, Manscaped. We also have dual LED spotlights to provide contrast on multiple skin tones, three length setting combs, and oh, did I mention this? The trimmer is waterproof too. Also inside this package features the Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop soother toner, and two free gifts. The Weed Whacker 2.0 also features skin safe technology, what's helped helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations, the Crop Soother, Aftershave, Lotion, and Crop Preserver, Anti-Chafe Ball 
deodorant. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 5.0, the Manscaped Boxers 2.0, and the Shed 2.0 Travel Bag. Bring your travel and comfort game to another level. Get 20% off plus free shipping with promo code MINUTECAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with promo code M-I-N-U-T-E-C-A-S-T at manscaped.com. I can promise you you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship. Get yours today from our folks at Manscaped. All right, welcome back into this edition of the Talk Nats podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. We are talking baseball in November. I wouldn't have it any other way. And thanks to the Believe Podcast Network and Talk Nats for facilitating this here. But as we take a look at Victor Robles, and like I talked about in the first segment, a hot and cold time with the Nationals. When he first came to this team, when he was a prospect, everyone was high on Victor Robles and what kind of great option they will have in the outfield for years to come but uh, since then there has been a fall from grace so as we take a look at other options uh, for the outfield like I spoke about in the first segment there was we saw what called it out there we saw what Jake Young did and you know kind of surprising to me Jake Young in particular if we want to talk about him for a moment here is he he was a pleasant surprise i gotta say when he came up you know we saw you know all kinds of guys mixed and matched in there blank and horn and all these other guys that were that were put into the mix there um i thought you know that jake young was just going to get filed under one of those players as they're just kind of cycling him through and you know to see ultimately what they have in the tank with him i gotta say i was pleasantly surprised jake young for me uh if you put a gun to my head right now i would say is a viable option uh to to have a, a spot on the nationals next year is he going to make is he gonna you know get a job every day in the outfield for the nationals i don't want to get ahead of myself but i think that if he continues on his current trajectory what we saw from him towards the end of last season then yeah i i like his game i like him defensively and, you know, he showed some flashes of greatness at the at the plate as well. So I do think they have viable options uh, for Robles. Again, you take a look. We saw Stone Garrett out there in left field that we don't necessarily need to be married to these players, you know, that were great on on this team years ago. Um, you know, I cover the Capitals. And one of the things that I talk about on that show is the reluctance to change. I don't want the Nationals to be reluctant to change just because Victor Robles at one time was a really great prospect. Prospect. Again, he has been inconsistent, and I think that one of the things at the end of the day that this Nationals team does not need is inconsistency. This team wants to be a competitive team, and dare I say, competing for you know the playoffs and the World Series. You know I, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. We don't want to wander out into the wilderness for years, uh, say like the Pittsburgh Pirates. I mean, how hard must it be to be a Pirates fan when you know at the end of the day your team is going to be horrible perennially speaking is horrible uh, always will be horrible i don't want that to be the nationals case we're not too far removed from the 2019 world series uh, again we're in the midst of a rebuild and they do have viable options so let's talk about options when are they going to be available? Dylan Cruz, James Wood, Elijah Green uh, comes to mind. Robert Hassel comes to mind. Um, you know, so they have other options. Andrew Pickney, 
All options, you know, some further out than others, maybe not necessarily ready next year. But for me, I would like to see Dylan Cruz in spring training and maybe get him some reps out there. Same thing goes for James Wood. See what they have. You know, there's a lot of unproven commodities on the Nationals right now. Ultimately, we don't know what they have in the tank. They played pretty well down in uh, the minors. I mean, Dylan Cruz, for example, when he was playing single A ball, was pretty impressive. But it was a small sample size. I would like to see a larger sample size of Dylan Cruz, James Wood, etc., uh, to accurately assess you know, what their options are. I don't want to go all in on someone like Victor Robles. It's a maybe, a maybe guy that you're paying anywhere between two and three million dollars. I think that money would be better spent elsewhere. Uh, if you're asking me for my knee jerk reaction, I would say they need a veteran starting pitcher. Uh, they don't have a real great option. The rotation is up in the air. Uh, you know, bright spots there, Josiah Gray, Cade Cavalli, uh, Mackenzie Gore, but all maybes out there. Um, and you take a look at Williams, you know, that was a gamble and i don't know if that necessarily paid off that well you take a look at corbin uh, again very hot and cold they need one consistency so to get back to my main point if they're going to spend that money somewhere else if i had to pick one place i would say put that towards a starting pitcher or a relief pitcher i think that the nationals are stacked in the outfield and they have viable options if it's not going to be dylan cruz um if it's you know they do have you know like i say call uh, or uh they have um Jake Young, you know, or Stone Garrett, any of those guys could probably cycle through there and do the same type of job that Victor Robles did. So uh, that is where we stand right now. We're talking, we're pontificating here. We're just kind of throwing it at the wall and seeing if it sticks here as we talk baseball in November. Uh, I'm sure glad that you guys enjoy uh, the show and are following me through this offseason. Uh, but that's what we're going to continue to do this offseason is talk about different positions and would there be better options? And ultimately, what is the identity? of the 2024 Washington Nationals going to be. It's an exciting thought for me to think about, and I hope you're along as I talk about it this winter. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of the Talk Nats podcast, and I'll talk to you again next time.